Welcome to the Edge Theory Labs podcast, where we believe greatness happens at the edge of your comfort zone. Join us as we explore the intersections of psychology, neuroscience, human potential, and personal growth, uncovering the secrets of performance that lie at the edge. It's time to live your personal best and unlock your maximum human potential. Let's go all in. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Edge Theory Labs podcast. What a treat today is I'm sitting down with two of my favorite people. I got Rob, my cousin, co-founder on my left. We got Kat, our director of marketing and close friend on my right. And today we're excited to just sit down with the three of us. It was not too long ago. It feels like it's one of those weird things where it feels like ages ago, Mm -hmm. but then also like yesterday that we launched the company and turned the website live. And there was some fun times leading up to that. So I figured this would be a fun conversation to bring people into that, the start, the founding moments of bringing this to life. And and then even more so some of the backstory of, of Rob and I leading up to it. So excited to be here. Kat, thank you for jumping on and, Absolutely. and being here. Absolutely. Let's like rewind the clock, go back in time. So special, you guys are cousins and now co-founders and business partners. Mm-hmm. What was it like growing up on opposite sides of the country, coming together and, you know, your lake house up in Chautauqua mm-hmm. and now here fast forward and you guys launched a business. Yeah. It's also funny. We, we, we shifted to saying cousins and co-founders, right? Where it's like, Oh yeah, this is, uh, this is my partner, Rob. And we both have the same last name. So I was like, <laughs> no, we're not married. <laughs> we're not, and he has a wedding ring on his finger. <laughs> so we shifted very quickly to cousins and co-founders versus like, this is my partner, cousins and fat partner. So anyway, <laughs> Joshua was more sensitive uh, than I was. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of your beautiful wife, I wanted, yeah. I wanted I wanted no question that your beautiful <laughs> wife Alexa, Mrs. Church was uh, had that honor. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was it was pretty funny. So we, I mean, we grew up in another side of the, the the country for most of our life, and we we grew up seeing each other. Like I mean, twice twice a year, probably right. We would do a max, yeah. a max twice a year. Um, usually once a year up at the lake house up at Chautauqua in the summer. Both of our dads grew up there, and and um, and then sometimes we would go on ski trips too. And, uh, and it was fun too. Like, Rob was like, Rob was like the cool, smart, older cousin. You definitely. I don't know how cool I was. <laughs> well, you <laughs> but were, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. You were cooling the Rob way. You know what I mean? Like you, you guys should have seen Rob had this. Uh, you had the, he had the cut, the bowl cut, the, the the long hair, and he was in a rock band one summer. We got to get some of those photos. Oh yeah. I don't know if I want this to surface. <laughs> but then your senior photos were great because do you remember who your hairstylist was for your senior photos? Yeah, the summer before uh, senior photos. Forgot that um, they were happening. And, like that next week. Yeah, the next week. And Joshua uh, decided, Joshua decided to buzz my head <laughs> right before senior photos. His mom was so mad. <laughs> she she comes out from the porch and looks at down what was happening and didn't say anything for a second and just goes, you have photos next week. <laughs> Wait, how did you get to that moment of like um, taking out I, the razor? I think it was because that was right when I started shaving my face, right? And so I went, <laughs> I had to go to Walmart to pick up like a razor kit because we were up there for a long time and mm-hmm. I, I needed a shave. And so I, I picked up like a set. It was like one of those wall, you know, haircut mm-hmm. sets and had the different level buzzers mm-hmm. and the clippers. And and so I shaved and I was like, I wanted to buzz my head, but I'm like, no, nah, I'm too chicken to do that. I'm like, Rob, Rob, like he had the long hair. I'm like, let me play, let me let me do something and he somehow dressed in me 
It was time. It was time. And then, uh, and, oh man. It but was, it wasn't time. It was <laughs> <laughs> the wrong time. It was the wrong time. <laughs> the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's funny to bring that back. Like we, you know, we grew up in that kind of, that kind of relationship and, and really just, we were, we were cousins and he was always, I remember from like a young age, he was always tinkering. Like he would, mm. he was looking under cars, trying to see how cars worked and, and, and always trying to figure out the way things work. He also was like the older cousin that showed me the reason I say you're cool older cousins because you showed me the the axe flamethrower. You know, we take the axe body spray yeah. and you take a lighter to it. And the, the aerosol makes a, you know, every, every young teenager gone through their pyrotechnic phase knows the axe flamethrower. Shooting bottle rockets at each other. Shooting, bo- shooting bottle rockets at each other, Nerf guns, you know, the whole thing. So, um, so it was fun. But then I would say that it was it really as we got older, we started getting a little bit closer as we were older, but it was still just kind of like, you know, surface level. We see each other once a year. We 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 spend time together, and it was very clear. If the path would have continued, it would have just been like he's my older cousin who I see once a year, and was a like, cool guy. But we we talk a little bit, and that's it. But thankfully, the, there was a different path in store where I see a lot more than once a year. <laughs> yeah, thankfully that Eve, that that changed because um, I can't you know now imagine life without uh, you know Truly. without having you in my corner, my dude. But um, yeah, moving out, um, you know, west almost almost ten years ago now. Um, got to get a lot closer to Joshua and mm-hmm. spend a lot more time with him. And um, he moved back to uh, Santa Monica with his uh, with his friends from Miami, of Ohio, and got to see him a lot more during uh, triathlon training. So Joshua um, had done a tri the first Olympic triathlon, his first Olympic triathlon, and I was like, wow, I I would like to do one of those. You know, why didn't you reach out? He was like, oh yeah, well. Let's let's do another one. Let's do another one in Napa, and so um, we started training for a, for our first uh, Olympic triathlon, and then kind of progressed uh, in our athletic careers from there. That's right. And, and I remember that we would. That's really where we got close. I would say is we spent so much time riding bikes on the bikes together. And I remember we starting to have deep conversations about life and relationships and career and all of these things. And and that's what we started really getting close. And then anytime you do something with another person where there's a shared goal or shared outcome that you're working towards, you, 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 you bond naturally that way. So we, we had that together through triathlon and then climbing Mount Kilimanjaro mm-hmm. and, and Mount Whitney. So, and, so we just started doing things and, and we kind of became the kind of egg each other on or just like, you want to do this crazy thing? Sure. Like, sounds crazy. What time? And that started to be a little bit of our relationship, which was really rooted in, in pushing ourselves and each other and, um, and, and striving for things and, and just spent a lot of good time. And, and we became really close, close friends. I would say through that. And and somewhere along those that conversation, we were talking about business and talking about like, oh, it'd be cool to go into business together one day and, and dreams and pipelines. And it's just wild to see where we're at from here. Beautiful. Wow. Such a journey. And I feel like you guys built like shared trust in each other, shared mm-hmm. resilience, going and pushing each other to these incredible feats and incredible summits and triathlons and journeys. So that's that's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, let's really rewind a little more and, and talk about how the practice of cold water immersion started to come onto the scene, come onto the map and, uh, how that presented and how you both became so obsessed to actually be able to start a business. Yeah. Wild. Kind of came out of left field, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Joshua was, had first told me he was going to, to Iceland. Um, he was like, you know, I think I'm going to go out and do this crazy thing in the woods. And like, there's going to be some survival <laughs> techniques. I think at one point yeah. he told me there's going to be survival training. Yep. And, um, he's like, do you, you want interested in that? And I'm like, what else is involved? He's like, uh, I don't know. I think we're going to like climb a mountain with, uh, with no shirt on. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm set. I'm good. <laughs> but thankfully Joshua didn't, uh, persevered and, and ended up going on that trip. 
because that, that ended up being really the you know the start of the journey. Yeah, it did, and uh, I I feel like, and I'll share this in another per- solo podcast. I'll share a little bit more about my own personal story and healing journey, so I won't go into too much depth now. So, so folks, stay tuned for more more to come there. But uh, doing the Wim Hof method retreat that I did um, with Jorin, who was the facilitator out in Iceland in 2019, was it was so so game changing for me and. And I, I, I did ice bath for the first time, cold water immersion in, in, in nature for the first time. And I just remember being so blown away with what that did and the combination of that and breath work and the first breathing journey I did and how it helped me process through and, and release certain emotions and trauma that my body was holding on to from other, from injuries. And, and it, it became very clear that this is a tool that's going to stick around. And this is a tool that really resonates with me. Everybody has different tools that help them or work mm-hmm. for them. And it felt like I was discovering a tool I'd been waiting for. I'm like, ah, oh, this. And so came coming back home, I was just so lit up on this. And I was actually, at the time when I came back, I was actually living in Santa Monica. And I was living with Chad and two of our other roommates. And and then he'll recall when I came back, I was like, I started going to this grocery store and buying ice and filling up our small little bathtub. And then I went to the guys. I'm like, hey, guys, I have a proposition. Chad, thankfully, was on my side. We couldn't get Danny convinced. But Chad was on my side. The proposition was, oh, I want to buy a chest freezer and caulk the insides and fill it up with water and put it on a very tiny balcony that we barely have any room for as is. Like, I'm going to do it. Can I buy one? Can I do it? And we had a, we had a brick wall, brick wall with, uh, with Danny <laughs> a little bit and Ryland too. Ryland was just like, you're going to use it for like five days and then it's going to sit there. So classic Ryland. But anyway, <laughs> then, um, and I came back and every time I'd visit San Diego and we were trained together, I'd be doing ice baths. And, and, and then I moved to San Diego shortly after. And that's when I said, Rob, can you help me build a chest freezer? And uh, to which you replied, <laughs> I, I was dumbfounded. I had no idea what he were what we were going for with the with the chest freezer, <laughs> and um, didn't understand the use that he was trying to go for. And originally, I thought he was going to try to store Costco groceries or deer meat in it. <laughs> and uh, after he explained to me, no, 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 I want to sit in it for cold immersion. I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. You're trying to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we talked about that and started prototyping something that was going to be more functional, more you know intentional, and uh, start building you know the first prototype for the Edge Tub. That's right. We were we were both working full time at the time too, and so this was just like a fun cousin hobby project of doing a DIY tub. And <laughs> and and at this point too, you I mean you, you still weren't you were not hooked on ice baths at this point. Yeah, you were no, just, I was skeptic. You were skeptic. You were doing it because it was a fun tinkering kind of project, and it was helping me out. And it was a fun thing for us to work on. And then and then as we we got this prototype tub that we built for ourselves a DIY and started using it all the time. And then I never even Rob called me. And he finally got it. Share a little bit more about that. Yeah, it finally clicked after having the thing in my garage for about six months. And I had gotten, I was getting in on occasion whenever Joshua, you know, was coming over because he wanted his session. We, um, I was training for a marathon at the time. And after my, uh, one of my, one of my peak long runs at the end of training was like a 17 miler and uh, came back and it was like, hurting pretty bad you know i was kind of like hobbling over and you know hobbling into the house and it's like oh man this is gonna be like a you know multi-week kind of thing i'm have to like stop training for and i was like well i guess i got this you know cold immersion tub supposedly it's good for recovery <laughs> and uh got in just did lower body for 10 minutes and when i got out had this like all the pain was gone and it was it was like okay no more hobbling around and i was you know back in action and i went on run the next day i was like man i know that would not have gotten back into form that quickly without mm-hmm. this tub and so i i called joshua and i was like yeah there might be something here 
<laughs> do something about this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was so, it was so good, and and then that's when we realized, like, mm-hmm. I think we have something here. I think that yeah. this because once Rob was fully in on it. Um, we thought, I think there's a big opportunity to bring this to, to other people and to, to bring this to, to market. There can be a business around this because we were seeing Facebook groups with 10,000 people around hacking a chest freezer. I'm like, I, you know, I would have preferred to buy one than build my own. Like I didn't, that's why I had Rob over here, but and I know that there's going to be so many people that even if 1% of that Facebook group is willing to pay a little bit extra to have it done for them, then that's there's a market there. There's people trying to hack a solution to this. And this is before um, the company Plunge launched. This is before um, there was any other affordable options on the market where the cheapest thing you could buy was a $12,000 big fixed wall tub that was just inaccessible and I couldn't fit on my balcony even if I wanted to. So that's when we were like, okay, I think there's a business opportunity. And I remember you simultaneously, like you were you were wanting to take the entrepreneurial plunge. Like you had you were doing consulting and you were really wanting to try to figure out if there's a business that you wanted to start. So the timing was kind of perfect with both of these things happening. For me, I was happy working the job I was, and this was just pure passion project for me, but it seemed like the timing was a really interesting thing there too. Yeah, it was a great intersection in in timing. And uh, my wife and I had just gotten done with taking off a sabbatical from work and and travel around the country for a while. And coming back, not really knowing what, you know, what I wanted to do was, it was amazing to have like this, this opportunity in hand you know, not only to create a business, but also to create a business that helps people mm-hmm. and does and goes beyond just, you know, just making money. So the day it's not that's not what this is about. We're not in this to make money. We're in this to help people and and help their their wellness journeys. Yeah. If we were in it to make money, we would have picked a different product. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Amazing. So then what led up to the moment where we got coffee yeah. at Parakeet, Parakeet yep. in San Diego? This was like a few months before the business launched, actually. Yeah, I think it was like four or five months before the business launched. Because once, as we kept, we kept prototyping, we kept like, let's, oh, let's improve this part here. Let's, let's order this sample here. And then Rob was engaged for a while with a, with a, with a, with a co-manufacturer that we were working with to, to really build this. Like Mm -hmm. I tell, I tell Rob this all the time. I'm just like, bro, I don't know if you realize, but like like you built this first all-in-one cold tub unit like mm. that didn't exist on the market before we launched of a one box that had the filter in there that had the cooling in there it had the heating in there and it just had one hose in one hose out that did not exist and and we brought that to market with the portable concept with the tub and and at the time it was just like this seems like a cool solution boom and, and it's just wild to see like how now there's a whole market for mm-hmm. these things out there so what, what brought us towards that point was we kept dialing that in. And then I said early on, I was like, hey, man, if you can build this and build something we're confident in, like, I can sell this. Like, I know that I, like, I believe this so much and I know that we can actually sell this and we can build a business around this. So we kind of egged each other on in that way. And, mm-hmm. and we kept, um, we kept making improvements, improvements. And then we finally got the right tub with the right chiller. And we're like, I think we, I think we got it. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think this is, this is getting closer. Like, this is it. And so at that point we said, all right, let's, let's, let's see what, let's put together a, a go to launch strategy. We initially, I think we started we were going to launch a Kickstarter. That's how we were. Yeah, we were trying to do a Kickstarter originally. We were yeah. trying to do a Kickstarter and we were engaged with like a firm that that, that helps you launch your Kickstarter campaign. And we're like, all right, so we we're going to do it. And then we, we got talked out of that for whatever reason. And so we, we were like, all right, let's um, let's let's giddy up and let's let's build the branding around this now and figure out what are, what's the design going to be? What's the name? What's the logo? And so at that point, I'm like, all right, I know I need help with this. So this is when I went to um, I went to uh, a good friend, Jordis, who with Stellan Design did the graphic package. Um, but I think that was actually after I engaged you because we didn't even have a name. When yeah. I engaged you. We were calling this Project Polar. This was, <laughs> this was the name of our cousin project, Project Polar. So I, I got up with Kat. I'm like, hey, Kat, like, we'd love to pick your brain. 
about the branding, marketing, go-to-market strategy, uh, Kickstarter, website, Shopify, all these different things. And I remember getting coffee with you and, and you, you seemed pretty lit up about that. Oh, right? I was so excited. What do, you, what do you recall from that? Yeah, I remember a few different things, but I remember being so stoked, one, on just cold immersion and having cold immersion already had such a big impact in my life. And so having the opportunity to bring that to more people just got me so lit up. Like I remember so vividly, I think I was 13 years old and I was up in Northern Minnesota and I had gone up to this wilderness camp and I did my first like polar plunge. Like we cut a hole in ice, did the sauna. And I just remember, I think that was the best I'd ever felt in my life up until that point. And like, that's burned in my memory. So I remember sitting and getting coffee with you and being just so thrilled. Like, oh my God, like this, this is what I meant. This is the next thing. I, mm-hmm. I know it. This is so exciting. Um, and I also remember um, a few threads of that conversation were, let's start with the end in mind. Like, mm-hmm. what's what's the end goal here? Like, how much of an impact do we want to make? And then how do we engineer this launch to get us to that point? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember just noodling away on my computer, kind of prepping even for that meeting. Yeah, and just seeing this this big vision and then okay what are the what are the small yeah. steps to actually make that happen how cool is it that like we executed on that vision yeah. and it's here now right and mm-hmm. we're obviously executing continuously on, on the, the evolution of that vision but it's just so cool and it's always it's so much better than you know what i mean like we, we have a vision for how cool it can be how good it can look how amazing mm-hmm. it can feel mm-hmm. and it always just like wipes the reality just wipes the floor with it absolutely. right absolutely that's so cool yeah. so i remember we, we were chatting there and then and then I went back to Rob. I'm like, because you were doing consulting at the time. Yeah, I had left my um, <laughs> full-time job that I was at for three years as marketing director uh, for a natural nutraceutical company. And I was happy with consulting, but I just, I feel like I come most alive when I can sink my teeth into like right. one thing. So right. it's kind of the perfect timing there too. That's right. And so, yeah, I had you put together a proposal of like for helping us get to launch. It was three months. Um, it was three or four months. So mm-hmm. you put together like a three or four month proposal, went back to Rob and we're like, yeah, like this is this is gonna be. I think this is big, and so we made a big investment there, and um, and have been bringing you on to help us with that in that capacity, which you of course above and beyond delivered and, and smashed for, and uh, and then also simultaneously we made a big investment for the branding, and then came the really big investment, which was that first part of the um, of the the down payment for our our actual first production. Yeah. yeah. The, fir- the first 50 units. The first yeah. 50 units. Yeah, we started. Deal. Yeah, started with just 50 units and um, wrote, you know, wrote a big or made a big wire out. And uh, still remember, still remember that day making the first, the first, you know, deposit for the uh, for the prototypes before we even yeah. had a prototype in. And just thinking, wow, this is a lot of a lot of money. <laughs> this is a lot of money. Like, oh, I hope this thing, yeah. hope, hope this thing works. We sell one. You were so scared it was going to like the guy was going to just run away with the money. I remember you just like. <laughs> What if he doesn't shake out? Yeah, like, what if that's like, we, like, we're going to find out? Like, yeah. push, push a button. Push yeah. a button. And I think I have a video of us like pressing that button of that first, <laughs> however, the many thousand dollars was that we're going out for prototyping. I was like, all right, we're in it now. Yeah. And, then, and then we started. And it's an interesting thing too, right? Because, you know, this is, this is all, this is money that we'd saved up and we'd worked for. And so we're, we're putting this in. We're like, all right, like, let's see what happens. And, and part of, for me, I think too, was like, I, I had such, it was such a fun thing already mm. and it was such a fun project to work on that just for the sake of it was like this is this feels good like and but then when it came time to to outlay the you know the big the big mama for the for the production was when we we sought out some support and thankfully mm-hmm. had a family member that was was able to support us with a with a with a loan on mm-hmm. making that happen and um and, and being able to, to 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 get that to that next step and 
and it was just it was so wild and it's a funny thing now you think about 50 units like that's like such as a rounding error now we're talking numbers and we talk in in production quantities but i remember we were like first we were like should we place 75 should we place i think at one point we're 25 25 we were, we're gonna launch at yeah. 25 we're like 25 <laughs> i think we can sell 25 mm. but uh but then production's underway and then we start focusing fully on okay let's build the website let's mm. get the, the production and yeah get our launch video done launch i remember video. we did that only like maybe i think two weeks before we launched it was this like super compressed timeline and we got it all done within two days and magically kind of came to the life like the first digital presence of like this is what edge theory labs is about and how do we bring this essence into a digital you know video and um i remember we were all just so proud of that and super excited about that and so ready to share it with the world yeah it was magical confluence of events everything lined up just perfectly Mm -hmm. and ended up with this incredible brand video which we're still largely using Mm -hmm. today um but do you remember the uh the deadline we gave you for the website (laughs) (laughs) What, what was it it was I think it was originally probably something in like oh, April. Yeah. It was like it was probably like yeah, mid mid April. Yeah, it was mid April, and then it was it was like late <laughs> April. Then we brought it to mid April, and then we're like, oh, we got Iron Man. Yeah. Well, it was better than that because we yeah we we brought it to we brought it to Iron Man, and we had so okay, we needed to be April one for the um for the start of the Iron Man race, mm-hmm. and then we realized a week two weeks later maybe two weeks two weeks out. Oh, actually, the expo starts on the thirty first. Yes. So we need you to have it what? done uh, by midnight. <laughs> by midnight on the thirty first. So yeah, I remember that oh, and those days God. leading up to it. Just touching on the launch video as well. That was when I realized I was like, something feels like there's something special brewing mm. here. The way that we got the right sun, like, and the storyboard. We had this vision of running up this hill with this beautiful view on this mountain, and we had the vision in our minds. And then we're just like, as we're driving around, we're like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do this. Like, we might have to settle. And then it just like boom, it happened. And then the perfect lighting. And the most epic shots and, yeah. and the way that everything and everyone came in and, and Dan editing that video when we got that first cut, I just remember like almost throwing up with yeah. excitement. I was just, yeah. we were so stoked. Yeah. And, and, and at that point I realized like, wow, there's, it feels like there's a, there's a momentum and an energy here that's coming into this launch that feels like something, something special feels like it, it is, is brewing. And, and that feeling is carried still through to this day, every day in the office. Absolutely. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, we had some late nights. We had some late nights. We had a lot of coffee at uh, 1 a.m. And I remember the the night that we launched, we were all huddled around a big you know table in your apartment building, your apartment complex. And um, I remember pushing the live button on the Shopify site and just all of us praying like, okay, like what's going to happen? Are we live? Okay. Is someone going to purchase one? <laughs> um, Wait, looking at Shopify on the phone, waiting, yeah. for, waiting for the text alert. Yeah, exactly. is, it, is it live still? Is there is there a sale? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I still have the screenshot of our first, our first yep. Shopify order. Yep. So. so good. And and I remember those couple of nights that launch week leading up to it was was big and we were just posted up there. I, I brought the coffee machine mm-hmm. down to the to the <laughs> to the co-working space that we were working in and, and we were jamming. Rob was deep in like privacy policy and linking FAQs and Kat was editing photos and videos and, and, the, and the website was like it was beautiful. Like mm-hmm. it was it was it was far beyond and we had Nikita was a big help for that yeah. as well. So big shout out to Nikita. Nikita was part of that that founding team and and we had it was like, it was more than just like, oh, someone goes on Squarespace and publishes a website. It was like, oh, this is pretty. And I remember seeing that that hero image come to life and I was like, let's go, cat. Like, you did it. Let's go. Like, this is hot. Like, it looks legit. And and that was so fun. And we pressed that live. And like you said, we were just like, all right, 
Yeah. yeah. There's that first feeling too for me of there's nowhere else in the world I want to be and there's mm. nothing else I want to be doing, even though it was the the push and the hustle and the grind, but it's just, it was already infused with so much fun and so much lightness and that's a hundred percent carried through. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And then I remember that uh, the first day I was through was was my boy Tucker. Tucker, I had met a couple of weeks before. He was just about to buy the, I think, Morozco Forge tub, yeah. which was $12,000. And he, we were running a launch discount as well, too. So we gave him, which is crazy. Thing. He goes, that was a nice discount. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was generous. It was a generous discount. It was great. <laughs> I haven't done that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was great, but we were just, yeah, we get those first people in. And, and, and so I remember talking with Tucker and he was just like, oh my God, like I was just about to buy one of these, but like, I'm for sure going to buy yours now. Like I could buy two for yours for the price of, of one of theirs. And and that next morning, I remember just gra- grabbing a breakfast before going to the Ironman uh, Village where we were launching at that event, and and seeing that that Shopify notification, mm-hmm. which we've had to quickly turn off after that <laughs> Shopify notification come through um, of the first purchase, and then we all celebrated that oh, big yeah. time. And we sold another couple that that in those next couple of days from the from event. Yeah. Yep. All right, and we were rolling. Right. We're underway. This is real. Yeah. Okay. We're underway. And in the beginning too, we were just like. Should should we should we put this like this meal on the company credit card? Like we sold a tub today, we deserve yeah. it. Like we deserve That's it. Right? Threshold that, that was our litmus yeah. test. Should, should we test. buy coffee? I don't know. We, we yeah, sold a tub like, today. Okay, is we're this personal or business? Like yeah. as we're working, like you know, eighteen hour days, setting up tubs, moving and doing setups. Like we went, so we did so much in that beginning. It's funny looking back. We did so much for like. For, for for such a little return, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For for like what might be a sale, we were doing we were going and doing demo setups for people because we, we really thought it's like, hey, we're gonna have to do this for every single sale. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to yeah. that was a big what if too. It's like are people gonna purchase this online without having physically right. been in the product, touched the product, experienced cold water immersion in the edge tub and I thought way. Yeah, we I mean, I mean I was hopeful, yeah. but <laughs> it was a big unknown, it was a big question mark. And I remember mid to late April, like the website, you know, we're starting to see people who hadn't even touched the product or that we hadn't demoed for or whatever it may be like, Oh, okay. This, this has legs. This has potential. Like we can scale this online. And that I think lit us all up in a huge way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, what were some of the other moments maybe in the first six months that stand out to you guys as pivotal points or pivotal learnings or things that you feel like we might remember forever? Hmm. Probably a lot, but yeah, I think um, going full time was one of the pivotal yeah. moments for for me. Um, mm-hmm. We we brought the business to life, both having been working, you know, working jobs. Um, I was doing a consulting consulting job and uh, had a, was under contract, and then Joshua had the good foresight of you know saying that you know it was time for him to to move into business full time, and I was like. Okay, great. You know, you move into business full time. It was July first, mm-hmm. um, was was the date, and um, we'll you know start you off there. And if it keeps going well, then I'll follow you in two or three months. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get you we'll get you something to live off of, and uh, you know that's probably all the business can support for now. Well, as luck would have it, on June thirty first or June thirtieth, whatever the last day yeah. is, they uh, I got a call from the company that I was contracting with, and they said, "Hey, sorry, you know, when I can't renew the contract." And um, I called up Joshua from the from the Detroit airport and said, "Hey, buddy, good news. We're both going full time July 1st. <laughs> oh, so good. I was thank God, thank yeah, God, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that was the the momentum yeah. shift as well. Like getting both of your full time, you know, mental attention oh, yeah. energy. I mean, that really 
made a yeah, massive it felt like it, it felt yeah. like the, the, the wheels never uh, yeah. were finally getting traction, right? And, and we kept you on too through that mm-hmm. launch as just a consultant to help yep. us with marketing and, mm-hmm. and keep executing, of course, which was a, a no brainer just rolling. And it's, it's cool to be able to, and we and you, know, you had a couple other clients, and, mm-hmm. and and I remember getting you full time was like a huge win for us as well, of just like. We're gonna. We got Cat now. Like, when can Cat leave her other clients, and when can we be able to pay her enough to where she's still gonna be taking a massive pay cut, but she's gonna be willing to come join on board? And and that was just such a cool thing. I remember exactly where I was talking with you through the logistics yeah. of that. And like, all right, cool. Like, like September first, mm-hmm. there's like September one. Like, we'll start yeah. full time. But I would say going full time as well was a big moment for for me. And and it was funny because I was initially, and I love the, the other role that I was in, what I was doing as director of operations at a company called High Impact Coaching. I love the people I worked with and um, I was, I did very well, thankfully as well. And um, I, I, I remember being like, seeing that foresight of like, I think there's something here. Like, I think that, I think that this, this, this is begging for some more attention. And, and I was kind of wrestling with like, do I do this? Do I not? And I, th- and I said, oh, let me put myself a long runway and say that by um, o- October 1st, I'm going to go, I'm going to make a transition plan. And since I was the director of operations and the first employee at the, this company that had since grown, I wanted to make sure I had plenty of time to make the hire my replacement and make the proper plans to leave on good terms. And, and then I remember as, 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 as time kept on going on, it was like, okay, like I made the decision. I'm going to be leaving in October. And it was like, I don't know if I can wait till October. And I brought it back to August. I'm like, Okay, or end of August, so September one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it to September one, and then it was like, okay, things are firing. Like I need to leave yesterday, <laughs> so I brought it into as close as I possibly could with being able to hire and leave things on good terms, mm-hmm. which was, which was end of July, uh, end of June, so yeah, July, yeah, July one. We, yeah. uh, which was wild because that was only a year ago. Mm-hmm. To this yeah, point, which is just yeah. nuts. Yeah, I feel like another amazing thing is like how you guys choose to show up as leaders, as co-founders, and how you've led the business from day one, like knowing you as a friend personally and just knowing how you show up in the world, but then also to see how you show up in business is so special and um, the authenticity and the integrity that you guys both operate with. And uh, I know that, you know, on those long runs, you guys would kind of dream and think like, Oh, what would we do if we were to have a business together? What would we want to do for our employees? Or what's that, that vision? Can you guys talk a little more about that? Maybe the Masogi, how that kind of came into it and and how you guys show up now. Yeah. We always wanted to create a business that people were, proud to come in and work every day that you know they felt passionate about they felt like they were valued they felt like there's a future you know there's a future here and so to be able to you know take our individual experiences and kind of craft the you know mold the clay of you know what the company could be and what the company meant for you know not only our employees but also for our customers was really really special um and so we've been able to do some cool things with that we've been able to do um you know largely you know very flexible environment and um because we you know value uh, personal development and wellness so much we actually have created a masogi fund which is a japanese uh, principle of a of a life-changing uh, life-altering kind of, of journey and um we we help fund that on an annual basis with uh, with a stipend for our employees so they can go and do uh, whatever their masogi is for for joshua and i that's an iron man um in, in November, and for some of our other team members, that's um, going and trying to do a, a professional golf tournament mm-hmm. and uh, personal development courses and things like that. Yeah, I, I do remember when we were in Joshua Tree, right? We had just launched sometime recently. It was that it was April or April or May, so a, couple, a month or two mm-hmm. into launching, and. And we went to Joshua Tree to go visit an old um, an old friend and one of my previous bosses, um, uh, 
down there. <laughs> and, and, and so we went and, and we were in the hot springs and it was a hot springs resort. And we were, we were sitting in the tub in the hot springs tub. And I remember like we we're under the stars and we just launched and we were dreaming of like, mm. I remember asking each other questions like what kind of come like what, what kind of culture do you want? What kind of employees? And at the time it was just us two and you as a, as a consultant and Nikita who was just working for free because he wanted to be around. And, and we were grateful for that. And, and I remember just dreaming big. It was like, yeah, we talked about how cool would it be to, to be able to give our employees, like if they want to go climb a mountain or they want to do this Ironman, like we can fund that for them. And we create this, this team atmosphere and we have a, we have an office space that has a sauna and a cold tub and, and workout equipment. And we just have this cool energy there. And, and I, I, I dream big. I think big. <laughs> I, I was, I, I did not think that it would happen as quickly as it did, as fast as it did. Yeah. And, and in the fashion that it did with the high caliber quality humans that it did. I, I really didn't, to be honest yeah. with you. And I'm so grateful for that. But I, I remember playing in that energy being like, I know this is going to happen. I feel this is going to happen. But this, this also feels couple of years away this fears this feels far away we you know we neither of us were full-time in the business alone at that point so mm-hmm. the thought of yeah. us both being full-time then having full-time team members and having a place a, a home a labs a, an hq an office and then all those things as well like that felt like super distant away yeah. and and then throughout summer we kept talking about like oh yeah like maybe in the fall we'll move into a place maybe we'll get a co-working space and then i became very adamant about like no we're gonna speak we this into resistance yeah. into existence like we're going to be in the fall. We're going to be working in an office space. And it's going to have a cold tub, a sauna. Like, we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be close to the ocean. We want it to be close to exactly. We want it to feel like a vibe when we walk yes. in. And you, you kind of laughed a little bit. Yeah. I laughed a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, nah, we're going to be remote for at least the yeah. at least all the year. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we were like, okay, we, you know, we actually do kind of need a space. We, we had know. three storage units. Yeah. We were looking at three storage units. And we like were, we were constantly space. visiting the storage units and it was like, is this, is this at storage unit A or storage <laughs> unit B? And can, can you drop off your stuff in your car at storage unit A so I can pick it up and right. take it to storage unit B so I can drop it to this customer? And it just got, so it just got nutty. Yeah. So then we can, we found this place and it, you know, it came to fruition where, you know, the current labs is, mm-hmm. you know, we talked to the real estate agent and Joshua and I both got there together. Joshua was probably coming straight off of the call and we get there like, oh, we got to nail this place down. Yes. Like we got to lock this down. Yeah. And I remember going and talking to the um, real estate agent and being like, what are the, what are the odds that a company with, you know, you know, basically no revenue is, <laughs> is going to get this? And he's like, well, you know, you guys might need to uh, might need to personally guarantee it. And we're like, oh, okay. What are the odds then? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember like you know, I was both you know being like you know squirming in our in our chairs like, hopefully we get this. Hopefully we get yeah. this. Yeah, and they flew to. I remember getting the, I think it was a, either a voice note or a, or a phone call. And you guys like were telling me the download of like, we found this sick office place. Like we haven't gotten it yet, but yeah. it's close to the ocean. And it's like tons of space. And would you be willing to come in? Would yeah. you drive yeah. in? Would you exactly. come in? Would you yeah. Come in? yeah. <laughs> like, hell yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the way that that worked as well, again, is following this thread of just right people, right places, right time. This magic yeah. feeling that the, the previous tenants of that place mm-hmm. were just the most amazing welcoming mm-hmm. people. And they were like, yeah, you can keep this. You can keep this. Like, mm-hmm. we'll leave you the rack here and it was just like this is perfect and they were amazing and that just led to that feeling being so much stronger as well absolutely and then we had a home (laughs) then we had a home home. so through all the massive growth like very fast rocket ship growth there's been a lot of growing pains too uncomfortable moments places where i feel like we've all been stretched um what are some moments that you guys both recall stretching and kind of stepping out of 
current version of yourself and into the next version of yourself? Honestly, pretty much every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and that's and that's the way that I choose to approach it as well. Yeah. Like, all right, every day. Um, you know, we've we we keep reframing and remembering it as we talk to other mentors, advisors, direct you know, board of directors, etc. People remind us like these are good problems to have that we're dealing with. We're dealing with a problem where we can't keep up with the demand, right? The, the, our demand is so high and the demand is so high for, you know, this industry and this product that we're constantly on back order and constantly on at least. And we've never once been in stock to this day. We've never once had inventory in stock and something we're, we're working towards. And, and, and so with that growth and with that, with that explosiveness and that growth and these month over month, these doubling, these numbers are just continuously growing um, is, is amazing, but it also forces you to grow up real quick and forces you to, to catch up with the infrastructure and with the systems and with the people, because you see it all the time in the business world. People get too far ahead of their skis and and they come crashing down and businesses fail all the time because they're not able to handle the growth that happens. And, and so that's always, you know, that that's, that's, that's a challenge always and, and still is, but something that we're, we're, we do a better job working through. And, um, and I think for me, one of the bigger challenges early on was now all of a sudden you know, dealing with customer support. And for me, I, I, I have a, one of my growth opportunities, let's frame it this way, <laughs> is, is working to not, not over-index and not care too much because I care so much that, and, and I want so badly things to always be perfect and work perfectly for people that I can be super attached or emotional to certain situations. So being able to, and Rob has been a big help and been a big, a big teacher for me in this, in this realm as well, um, because he's able to approach things a lot more kind of even keel, like calm approach, calm manner as everybody, everybody knows. <laughs> Tranquility <laughs> exactly. in any storm. Exactly. So, so learning to be like, all right, cool. Like I remember one of the first tubs that we shipped, like the guy was, and he was a pro hockey player too. And he's been an amazing friend and, and a great advocate. And, and, and he kept inflating the tub. And when he would, take it out like the, the tub or the tub just wouldn't inflate and he would hammer it and and the o-ring on the on the hose for the air pump was missing for whatever reason and that's the only time we've ever had that happen yeah it was the only time <laughs> on the first tub for thousands of tubs the only, only the, the first tub <laughs> and, and i was like oh man i can't wait we gotta overnight him and, and just even something like that was like oh no we can't make it right mm -hmm. and then now you all of a sudden start having a lot a lot, a lot of customers and they're showing up with such intention to support and we want to so being able to that was one of the challenges early on for me was being able to like take a step back and 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 be show up personally but not let affect let things affect me personally mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah. and make sure we're we're towing the right line on you know making sure our customers feel mm -hmm. that they have you know they've been treated well they you know value the product and that's part of our you know that's part of our mission sure. is to make sure that yeah. they're able to use it yeah, yeah. And, and I think we care so much about this product and about what what this product represents for people mm -hmm. that we're always 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 going to be to our own detriment at times, putting the customer, treating the customer absolutely first. And, and we'll, we'll always do that. And that's because we care so much about, about that. But um, I think that is also important just as a consumer for any type of product. Like I always like to look at that too, because if, if we were just selling this product to sell a product because we know it's a hot market and we want to make money on this, we might approach that a little bit differently than yeah. us understanding that what this tool can represent in people's lives and our sensitivity, making sure that they continue yeah. to have that at yeah. full functioning speed. Yeah, I feel like that leads into our our sentiment and how we show up that we're more than just a tub. So what is our, you know, next future look like in terms of building this community, building this ethos, this brand, this um, something that can be around for a long time and be meaningful for thousands of people.
Well, since the beginning, Joshua and I um, and and UCAP, we, we've known that Edge 3 Labs represents more than just a tub. That's why we didn't put cold or ice or something like that in the name because it goes beyond just cold immersion. And so we we want to make a brand that helps maximize human performance. And that's our mission. Our mission is to you know to bring wellness tools that help the whole the whole person um, and in multiple ways. And so as we look towards the future. We're going to be thinking about how how can we you know further that mission, and not only with products but also with with services and offerings that mm-hmm. I think people will be really excited about. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I love more than just a tub that that phrase, especially when I said it to Rob. He was like, "Yeah, amazing. I love that. Like all the different products." And yes, and for me also, it means not only the different products but all the different ways that that we can support this tub. The tub is just a tool. And, and that's why we love that so much. And we say that we have it literally on our on one of the walls in our office space more than just a tub because it's such a reminder for that end. But our, our job doesn't stop when we deliver the product to your front door and you get it installed. Our product, our, our job really starts then. Mm-hmm. Our job starts with how can we help them integrate this into their lifestyle on a daily basis. That's why we're so grateful to have Sam, our full-time director of performance and coaching on, on board to, to support with that and why everybody infuses, everybody supports our customers in their own ways, building this community, this community of legends, this community of people that are striving and pushing and on that edge, on that leading edge of growth, of exploration, pushing discomfort and and unlocking that maximum human potential and doing that community is so rad. And so that that's that's the big vision for this movement that we're, we're building and we're on words of doing it'll be very cool when we can continue to bring other very innovative tools to the suite of the edge theory labs everybody has their own lab set up they got their cold tub they're gonna have their other cool tools and devices some stuff that's gonna rock people's worlds Mm. very very excited to share at some point soon here Um, so so yeah more than just a tub means all those things yeah i feel like we're also just in the business of uh transformation Mm, and telling stories about transformation right it's like we deliver this tool and then how are we facilitating the process of whatever transformation means for that person or whatever maximizing their you know human potential is or their what is their personal best right being able to uh support the community in in that process this is like so beautiful yeah fulfilling every day it's like we get messages or dms or emails or phone calls and uh it's just like goosebumps sometimes right when we read that someone's able to sleep for the first time in Mm -hmm. years or their ptsd is remarkably you know transformed or um they're able to show up as a better mom whatever that is and and um i feel like that also is a separator right like we Mm -hmm. genuinely Mm -hmm. are in it for that and we also genuinely want to amplify that and and share that with the world yeah i think that's a i think that's a pretty good download Mm -hmm. for our uh, (laughs) yeah for our feels like it came full circle yeah feels like it came full circle yeah right back where we're at and and what's very fun is i'm excited to sit with you two a year from now, yeah. when we're talking our, when we're doing our two year, us being full time, two and a half years mm-hmm. of the business, and we'll be reflecting on what's the common. It's funny. It's like every challenge and every and every stage of growth. It's like I think back to the previous challenge we're dealing with. I'm like, can't believe I was worried about that. Like this is like this is way more intense or way more. <laughs> this is way way bigger. It feels like. And I know that what we're dealing with now is we ever we as we move for the challenges we're currently dealing with is preparing us for what's next. Like you have to take those stepping stones, and it's gonna get it's gonna get bigger. It's gonna get, and and with that comes more people we're impacting as as a result. My mentors always shared with me that the size of your business is dictated by the size of the problems you're able to solve, and the uh, the size of the people you're able to help. And and that's always stuck with me as a as a as a business owner and a co-founder of 
of, uh, of, of, of recognizing that. So it's, it's a fun process and I'm excited to see what insights we have. And we do uh, a year from now, the three of us sit back down and have a conversation to see where we're at. And I'm going to say right now on record, we're going to be in our new office. <laughs> we're going to have a chef, a full-time chef, a person that's going to be meal prepping for us and creating just the most nutritious food in the office. And we're going to have another product in the market that's going to be rocking. We're going to have this epic lifestyle brand that we're sharing all these amazing things with people on a level we couldn't even imagine right now. So I'm putting it out there. That's some good dreaming. That's some good beautiful dreaming. dreaming. That's good dreaming. It's done. It's, it's done. done. More to come. More to come. It's done. <laughs> all right. Thank you both. Thank, Thank you. you.